Welcome to the Breezy Babies podcast where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 34, Breastfeeding Through Food Allergies. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hello, my friends. So fun to be back with you today. I am leaving this recording till the last minute. I don't know what I was thinking today is a holiday, at least in the United States, it is. And so my kids have school off today. My husband has work off today. We had some projects planned. So I don't know why I left this till the last minute, but you know, I'm here. I'm still getting this done in time. I love hearing from all of you who look forward to every Tuesday morning when a new episode drops And I'm glad that you guys are loving the podcast and learning from it. And today is going to be no different. I am so excited to share my friend Trill with you. You are going to love her. You're going to realize so quick how smart she is. And she's also just as kind as she is knowledgeable. She is from Free to Feed. She talks all about infant food allergies and how to navigate them. (laughs) She is so smart. You guys are going to learn that really, really fast. You're going to fall in love with her. So I'll make sure to leave some time at the end to tell you where you can find her. So let me ask you some questions. Have you ever been advised to switch from breastfeeding to hypoallergenic formula when your baby was showing signs of food allergies. Okay, maybe yes, maybe no. Maybe you don't even know if your baby has any food allergies. Maybe you're listening to this and you're like, I, how would I even know? How do I know if my baby is having an allergic reaction to, to food, to my breast milk? So let me ask you a couple of other questions. Okay, let's dive a little bit deeper. Has your baby ever shown signs and symptoms of a skin rash, of eczema? Is your baby always congested in her nasal passages? Does your baby always have an itchy nose or itchy eyes? Has your baby ever gone through an unexplained nursing aversion? Meaning that all of a sudden, just for no reason, they would not breastfeed anymore. In fact, when they did come to the breast, they would arch their back and pop on and off or have a lot of reflux, (laughs) a lot coming up that's very uncomfortable. Does this sound like you? Does this sound like your life? Does this sound like your baby? If so, you need a trill in your life. So keep on listening. And... Once we get through this episode, you're going to learn so, so much. Of course, some of these symptoms that I just talked about could be things other than a food allergy. Sometimes some of these things can be um, something like restriction in the mouth. So, of course, it's always smart to have 
a team around you, an IBCLC that you're working with, um, someone smart like Trill who's trained on food allergies, and also to have your pediatrician on your side as well and part of the team as you're kind of chipping away at these things and trying to figure out when something is just telling you down in your gut, like something's just not right with my baby. Something just seems a little off and I want to get to the bottom of it. All right, so let's keep going here. Have you ever heard somebody say to you, Hey, didn't you know that when you breastfeed, you aren't allowed to eat chocolate or broccoli or drink caffeine or fill in the blank? You guys, I've heard so many hilarious questions of like, oh, I'm not allowed to eat this or drink this when I'm breastfeeding, right? <laughs> the truth is that most things are fine to eat or drink while you're breastfeeding, but the important thing is moderation. So that means maybe don't drink five cups of coffee in one day, maybe stick with two or three instead. Now, things like that are not exactly what we're talking about today. I'm not here to give you a long list of foods to avoid right off the bat. What I'm talking about today is that if you notice some of those odd signs that I mentioned in the beginning, like constant congestion or skin rash then that is what we are talking about today. And that's something entirely different than just giving you a long list of things that every breastfeeding mom should avoid eating. No, 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 that's not what we're doing today. Okay, so quick story for me. When I worked in the hospital as a postpartum nurse, there was a patient who I cared for who was not interested in breastfeeding because she said that her first baby was allergic to her breast milk. And that really kind of took me back and had me thinking because I had always learned that it was impossible for a baby to be allergic to breast milk. So that made me think, what exactly is this mom talking about? What exactly is she referring to that her baby was allergic to her breast milk? Here's another story. With all of my kids, when I breastfed, I had to cut out dairy. I didn't know that until with my first baby, we started seeing mucus and blood laced in her stool. My second baby was the same. So I just knew that when I breastfed that it wasn't a good idea for me to eat dairy. Now with my little guy, he was my third. We never really saw any changes in his stool. So I thought, perfect, finally a baby that I don't need to cut out dairy anymore. <laughs> but turns out he had the worst diaper rash ever. It was so bad. Like even if I changed his diaper immediately after he pooped, his bum was still so raw and so red. It was so bad. I ended up having to take drastic measures. I poured milk of magnesia on his bum after changing his diaper. And then I put on gobs of bag balm to help heal him up and avoid having that future poop burn his booty. So it turned out that he clearly had some allergies too. So where does this leave us? <laughs> Can your baby be allergic to your breast milk? Well, the short answer is no, but your baby could be reacting to proteins in your breast milk. 
For example, if your baby doesn't react well to the milk proteins in your breast milk, then giving formula is kind of just a band-aid, right? Because some of those reactions will still pop up once you introduce those foods into your baby's diet down the road. So this podcast episode is not about being against formula. It's just about helping to educate you so that you can make the best decisions for your family. Because I know how important your breastfeeding goals can be to you. So let's not just push those aside. I love how Trill from Feed Free to Feed is on your side. She is here for you to help navigate the path when you feel like you have nowhere else to turn. Because we talked about this on this podcast before. Your pediatrician is not the go-to for every single issue that can pop up in your baby's life. Sure, your pediatrician is so smart and so educated on so many things. But if you feel like you've already talked to your pediatrician about food allergies and they've ruled that out, it's okay to get a second opinion. So... I really love Trill's website. It's freetofeed.com. I want to tell you one thing that she has posted on there. She has this really cute blog post that talks about some of the common lies, (laughs) some of the common myths that we hear as breastfeeding families. So the first lie is the food that you eat does not transfer to your breast milk. What do you think? Is this true? Is this false? I guess I already gave it away. I already told you this is a lie. (laughs) So I guess you already know. The truth is that your proteins can and do transfer through your breast milk. So sometimes you can think that there's something wrong with your breast milk specifically, and you can stop breastfeeding when really it's just that protein coming through your diet. Another common lie is that ingested food proteins stay in your milk for weeks. Now, you guys, I used to believe this myself, and I used to commonly teach this to my breastfeeding clients who suspected that their baby was reacting to something in their diet. I would say, oh, you need to stop eating that food for at least two to three weeks, cut it out completely, just that one, and then you'll know if that's the one causing the problem. But listen, newer studies, research that we have done more recently tells us that actually things like peanuts, cow's milk, wheat, eggs, things like that peak at two to four hours after you eat it, two to four hours, and they steadily go down after that. And they're pretty much gone after 24 hours. Okay. So this is not about having to cut out foods completely for weeks on end. The second lie is colic is normal. Guys, if your baby is crying and screaming for hours on end, that is a red flag. Don't let yourself get to the point where you are so exhausted that you just can't go on any longer. No, reach out and get some help and some good support in your life. Also, if you've been told, oh, probiotics are just the answers to all GI issues, the truth is that it's actually important to look a little bit deeper. Last lie. Have you ever heard that formula is the only option? Well, the truth is that thousands of families have continued to breastfeed through their baby's food allergies. The important part is to get down to what the trigger is. What is causing the problem? 
And you can work with someone like Trill to help you get through this. So the takeaway is that you can still continue to breastfeed through food allergies. There are some instances where formula could be best, but there's many times where you can continue to breastfeed your baby. So here we go. Are you guys ready to hear from Trill? She has her top three tips for you on navigating through food allergies. You guys are going to love her. She is so smart. And without further ado, here is... Hi, my name is Dr. Trill Pollen. I'm a molecular biologist and the founder of Free to Feed. I specialize in helping parents navigate infant food allergies, particularly for parents who are breastfeeding. Today, we're going to talk about tips to help navigate food allergies through breast milk. And I'm super honored to be talking to you today. So first and foremost, what should you do when you are advised to switch from breastfeeding to formula when you are experiencing food allergy issues? So this is a really common issue that I work with with lots and lots of parents that they may be recommended to switch to a hypoallergenic formula at the first sight of infant food allergy symptoms. And quite honestly, I understand why that happens. You know, when we look at breast milk, it is largely a big question mark. We don't know what's in your breast milk at any given time. And so it makes sense for medical professionals to say, instead, we could give you this known substance. I know what's in the can because it tells me what's on the side of it. However, it's not actually necessary. We don't have to switch to formula and we can successfully breastfeed and I would even argue should try to successfully breastfeed through food allergies. So what you should do at that moment is essentially determine what is best for you and your family. And that may be a matter of going home that night and discussing with your family. You know, if food allergies is an issue, then it's going to be a journey. And so there's a lot to be considered. And if breastfeeding is something that is very important to you, then I would definitely consider continuing your breastfeeding journey. And potentially, if you're not going to have any support from your medical professional on your breastfeeding journey, if it's going to be much an uphill battle, if you will, it may behoove you to even look for a second opinion. A pediatrician or professional who is more breastfeeding friendly, who is going to be there to support your decision to continue your breastfeeding journey. Because that's super important and can alleviate a lot of stress for you if you have a medical professional who is there to support you. So the next thing to talk about is, okay, now I know, you know that it is possible to continue breastfeeding through food allergies, but what do food allergies look like? What does it look like when a baby has infant food allergies or intolerance? So the signs and symptoms are really interesting with food sensitivities because it can impact so many different parts of the body and it impacts every human differently, which is where it can get really confusing. So essentially what we see for infants is that sensitivities can occur on the skin. So that can be a rash, sometimes present as cradle cap, baby eczema, if you will. Um, also eczema in general, baby acne, things like that. Um, so from there, the next thing to consider is the GI tract. The GI tract is very commonly impacted by uh, food allergies and sensitivities. 
the upper GI, for example, we may have a baby who is continuously congested, right? So lots of mucus being formed in the upper GI tract, so we might have congestion all of the time, maybe itching of the nose and the eyes. And then as we work down the GI tract, we could have um, issues with the esophagus. So if baby is experiencing a sensitivity to the breast milk that they're actually consuming in that moment, they may have a food aversion. So they may have a nursing aversion where they decide that like, oh, this thing that I'm ingesting doesn't feel good, it hurts, so no thanks, hard pass, which makes sense. Um, so we can see nursing inversions, arcing of the back, popping off, um, and this is something where we see it continuously even though other things have been addressed and we've looked at other mechanics of lactation and have not been able to fix the issue. Um, and then as we move down the GI a little bit further, um, as we get into the tummy, then we have things like reflux. So reflux that is a very, very large volume or reflux that happens like significantly after the feed um, or if the reflux causes discomfort. So those three things are things to kind of keep an eye out on on the reflux side or vomiting. So vomiting is a very telltale sign of a food allergy issue. Um, basically the stomach rejecting the food that it has been given. And then as we move into the lower GI, we see things like excessively mucusy stool. So when I talk about that, I mean literally like gobs of mucus in these babies' diapers. Um, also usually associated with lots of gas, lots of tummy issues, um, all the way up to bloody stool. Blood in stool is a very, very big red flag for food allergies. The other thing that it can potentially be is a viral or a bacterial infection that can be tested for and ruled out, but commonly ends up being a food allergy issue. So if there's blood in stool and it's not either bacterial or viral, or maybe even a um, anal fissure, then likely to be a food allergy issue. From there, we can also see you know, um, rashes on the bum that continue to stay there. Um, and then what's interesting is that because of all of these items, right? Like none of this is fun for baby. So then we also see things like colic, right? So baby is just uncomfortable and they're crying and they're telling you, hey, I don't feel good. Um, often we see one of two babies, um, and I've actually had both, which is entertaining. So I'm a food allergy parent myself. Both of my daughters reacted to proteins transferred from my diet to my breast milk. And so my first daughter was a crier. She, we were told she had colic. She screamed all of the time. My second baby was a comforter. And so instead of crying all the time, she nursed constantly. She would, I thought my boobies were going to fall off and not like a, um, comfort nursing, not like a, um, not like cluster feeding, things like that. That's totally normal. Cluster feeding is normal. I'm talking straight up comfort on the boob all of the time, never off. So um, those are two common babies that, uh, that I see when I'm working with mommies. So those are some of the signs and symptoms. Often we will actually see more than just one sign and symptom, right? So very often it's not just reflux. It's reflux and a rash, or it's mucusy stool and really bad cradle cap, or um, blood in stool and colic, right? So, or even just like a handful of issues. So um, commonly will be more than one thing. So my first recommendation when you have experienced some of these signs and symptoms is definitely to talk to an IBCLC about potentially other issues that also can look like food allergies. And then from there, certainly reach out to Free to Feed. We're happy to help you navigate um, food allergies and breastfeeding as you go through to be able to pinpoint the triggers and continue your breastfeeding journey. And that really perfectly segues into my last tip, which is talking about what foods you should cut 
if you do believe that your baby has a food intolerance or allergy, where do you start? So certainly, as I mentioned, check out freetofeed.com. We, we have a lot of resources on this of like when to cut, how long to cut, all of those fun things. Um, but I will start to, by saying that the most common infant food allergy is cow's milk protein, followed by soy, followed by egg and wheat. So those are the top four that we see for infants. And then from there, there's an additional um, list of about eight foods that are common for infant food allergies. And they're um, some of the, the typical things that we have heard of, but also um, include some cereals and grains and some meats. So certainly check out the website to get the full list. Um, but by and large, my main goal when I'm working with parents is not necessarily to go on a really strict elimination diet for an extended period of time. My goal is always to work with parents to figure out what is actually eliciting a response. So sometimes that will be using a tracker. So we actually will log mom's intake and symptoms in order to pinpoint the triggers. We have a free to feed app that is available now. It's app.freetofeed.com. It's mobile, not on the app stores yet, working on it. Um, so definitely check that out. So that's one tactic is to be able to track your intake and then know, oh, okay, based on correlation, this is what's likely causing my um, issues and then cut accordingly. The other option is to make more of a broad cut based on what you think is maybe causing an issue and then bring all of those foods back to pinpoint, okay, now that I was able to get to a good baseline, aka happy, healthy baby, um, I'm gonna bring these foods back to figure out which one is actually eliciting a response because we want your diet to be sustainable long-term. We want breastfeeding to be a good thing and we want you to eat food. So those are my main tips for parents who are navigating food allergies through breast milk. Um, what to do when you're advised to switch from breast milk to formula, know that you absolutely can continue breastfeeding. Signs and symptoms that you may see for babies who have infant food allergies and what foods to cut. Definitely check us out on all of the social media platforms and reach out if you have any questions. We're here to help and you're doing an amazing job. So there you have it. I told you, isn't she just the best? If you're listening to this and you're like, I need a trill in my life. I need help as I navigate through some of these problems that I'm seeing with, with myself, with my baby. Go to her website, freetofeed.com. She offers one-on-one -on -one personal consults. She teaches food allergy and breastfeeding master classes. She also has these really cool Freedom Strips breast milk allergen detection um, that you can get on her website. I think she has a wait list for those right now. But she is so smart and so knowledgeable about these things. I know that she can help you through. And she was so kind to share a 15% off discount code for any of those things that I just told you about on freetofeed.com with the code BreezyBabies. I'll put that in the show notes because who doesn't love a good discount if you, um, you know, could use a little bit of help navigating through these things, then you can use Breezy Babies to get 15% off. If nothing else on her website, you can download the free app that will help you navigate through some of these issues. I will put that in the show notes. Oh, isn't this so, so good. I wanted to leave you with something really cool that I found on the Le Leche League website. And what they said there is that breastfeeding lessens a baby's chance of becoming sensitized to an allergen. That means that there's a good chance that your baby will not be sensitive to the foods that you or the baby's father are sensitive to later in life if they breastfeed. 
So again, we just want to help you continue to meet your breastfeeding goals, even if you are running into bumps in the road, such as food allergies. I know you guys can do this. You are amazing. You're the perfect, perfect parent for your baby. Of course, I'm going to leave you with you are strong. You are smart. You are beautiful. You are a good friend to all. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next week. Thank you.